There's a league going on right now. You can play an entire game in the A7FL and not hit your head one time. Ooh, what a tackle! Wow! What? How many people hit him on that play? It looks like the Vikings recovered. Gross flings it over the middle in stride. He hate me, can't hang on. He does! Looks like the ball would come loose. He's headed for the end zone. Touchdown! Now you gotta think if that happens in the NFL, you might get cut. Vargas in the end zone fires it. Hits off. He hate me with the interception inside the 20 down to the 18 yard line. But you would never see that in, in the NFL for sure. Balls up. Can he make a catch? Whoa! Wow! Wow! What a catch my man EJ out here bowling. That was a fun play to watch. Covering highlights, matchups, and news from all across A7FL. This is the A7 After 7 Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the A7 After 7 podcast. I'm your host, Steffi Naranjo. It is called A7 After 7, but it's always a good time to talk about the A7FL. So we have a great episode for you this week. Very exciting. Well, let's be real. All episodes that we have here are going to be exciting. So prepare yourselves. But this is our second episode. If you didn't listen to the first one, go back, take a listen if you're new to the A7FL. If not, we're going to get right into it. So what I didn't talk about last week was how the teams in the A7FL did last year and how they're doing so far this season. So we both know their season opener was on April 7th, and they had now they have two highlight games each week that they're going to premiere on Twitch, which is a new thing for them, so that's super exciting. We didn't talk about that that much last week. But we didn't mention it. But that is a new thing. I think the A7FL really did find a home for them on Twitch. So before we get into how the teams are doing so far this season, I want to go into last year. So there are seven regular season games in each season and then four playoff games that each team will play. Well, if they get far in the playoffs. But last year, Baltimore Gators went undefeated and took the championship against the Baltimore Vikings. So they are the current reigning A7FL champions, Baltimore Gators, who came in second place was Baltimore Vikings. And Fano, we said this last week when I was on the when I was talking to Ryan DePaul, saying that it was the first time in a very this is the first time that Bolt, Baltimore two Baltimore teams have been in the playoffs. But then at third place we have the New Jersey Patterson U, which little teaser, we have a player from the Patterson U going to be our co-host today, so I'm very excited to talk to him, and you'll get to hear more about him later. So they went 8-2 and two that season, getting cut in the Final Four. Then you have the PA Immortals, went 7-3. New Jersey Savage went 6-4. Baltimore Army went 5-3. Baltimore Bulldogs went 5-5. New Jersey BIC went 5-3. Diamond Dynasty went 4-6. PA Misfits were four and four. Baltimore Cobras were two and six. Spanktown Boys were. T- <laughs> that name always gets me. Spanktown Boys <laughs> were two and four, and they tied once. New Jersey Hawks were two and five. Silk City Animals were two and five. Baltimore Red Hawks were also two and five. Union City Chiefs were one and six, and they were the team that tied with Spanktown Boys. <laughs> And then New Jersey Thrashers were 0-7, and the Washington Vipers, sorry guys, they were 0-7 as well. So that's how they did last year. So now, how's that going to affect this year? So right now, we are in week two, where week two just happened. And it's still early on, but because there are seven games, I think every game definitely does count. 
So it's crazy to see for me right now. We have PA Immortals on top with two wins. They play Patterson U, and the Immortals won 18 to 13. In week two, they played Silk City Animals and won 44 to 18. That is crazy. No wonder why they're in the top right now. Let's see if they can keep that momentum going forward. But for number two right now, we have New Jersey BIC, who also have two wins. Week one, they played PA Misfits, and they won, oh God, BIC won 30 to 12. That's another blowout. Week two, New Jersey BIC versed up against the Baltimore Gators, who are the reigning champions, but they fell short to the BIC, 32 to 22. So BIC took the gold by 10 points. Surprisingly enough, Baltimore Gators right now sit at number 11, and they have, they've lost both games so far. People who have gone, quote-unquote, undefeated so far, which is only two games, but still, every game counts in this league, is the New Jersey Hawks, Savage, Baltimore Cobras, and the Baltimore Panthers. Two teams that sit at 1-1 one and one are the Patterson U and Silk City Animals. And the teams so far who have no wins are the Baltimore Vikings, Baltimore Gators, Surprisingly, both teams that were in the playoffs, that were in the championships last year, both have no wins. Spanktown Boys, Baltimore Army, New Jersey Renegades, PM Misfits, and Baltimore Nightmare. So that's where the current teams stand right now. That can always change, but as I come to realize, this is very an unpredictable league. I'm excited to see what is coming in the weeks to come for these teams or what do we what to expect. Honestly, I don't even know, but I'm going to say, well, I'll read out the schedule for next week and I'll tell you my prediction. For next week, for week three, we have the New Jersey Hawks going up against the New Jersey Renegades. Baltimore Vikings going up against the Baltimore Nightmares. PA Misfits going up the P against the PA Immortals. Silk City Animals up against the Baltimore Cobras. Baltimore Army up against the Baltimore Panthers. Patterson U up against Spanktown Boys. Baltimore Gators versus Baltimore Bulldogs. New Jersey Savage versus the New Jersey BIC. All right, so let's go through this. Let me break it down for you. What do I think? New Jersey Hawks versus New Jersey Renegades. This one, I don't, I don't know. I want to say the Hawks are going to win because right now they are two games up. But you know what? I think I'm going to go for the Renegades because I think they have a chance to come back because last week they did lose to the Baltimore Panthers 8-34. to Ouch. That one's a brutal one. So I think they could be coming back for blood. Who knows? So I think I'm going to go with the Renegades on this one. Next one, we have Vikings versus the Nightmare. I think Vikings are taking this one home. Right now, they're both 0-2. Last week, the Nightmare lost to the Hawks 12-36 and lost week one to the Cobras 0-48. While they do have a cool name and a very cool logo, go to a7fl.com to check it out. I don't think they're at this point. I think they do have to do a little bit more improvement before they will. they can go up to the Baltimore Vikings so far. So my prediction for that is the Vikings. Next game we have Misfits versus the Immortals, both PA teams. I, I'm going to have to go Immortals. The Misfits right now are 0-2, and P Immortals are right now at the top of the league. I, I'm Yeah, no, Immortals are going to have to take this one home. Week 1, Misfits locks to BIC 12-30. to That one's rough. And then in week two, Misfits lost to the U, 14-38. So I don't know. I don't think, right, like I said, it's still pretty early. You know, these are, I'm just basing these off the past two games. But I think I do see 
the Immortals taking this one. I think they're going to keep that momentum that they have going. Right now they're 2-0. They want that to be 3-0. They're going to gonna come in there with that fire. Next we have Silk City Animals and Baltimore Cobras. Cobras right now are that team, one of the teams that are 2-0. Silk City is 1-1. One one. So this could be this could be a little, little, little switch. I think this one's a tough one. This one, I think this is the tougher one. Silk City, week one, won against the Renegades, 18-8. And then in week two is when they lost. And they lost to the Immortals, 44-18. Cobras won against the Vikings. Very, It was a close game. It was 26-24. The Vikings, who are were in the championship game last season against the Gators, they put up a good fight. They won. In week one, and in week one, they beat the Nightmare 0-48. to So that is the better team so far. This is a, this is a, they could go either way, honestly. Mm. I think Silk City's going to take this one. I think Silk City wants to get that, that point. They want to be put on that winning track. So I think they're going to go, they're going to be going for it. And they're going to put up a fight against Cobras. So I'm going with Silk City. The next game we have is Army versus the Panthers. So both the Army and Bulldogs did not play week one, but they did play week two. So the Army went up against the Savage week two and lost 25 to 12. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Panthers. Keep it short and sweet. It's so easy to just go with the, the team that's currently winning because you would think they want to keep that momentum. But that's, I guess, how upsets happen. It is going to be week three. But like I said, there's only seven games in the regular season. So we'll see. Next game we have is Patterson U versus Spanktown Boys. Patterson U are the other team that are one and one. I think they really want it. They were in the four, the final four last year. And while I love the Spanktown Boys name, I don't think they'll be able to, to win against the U. Spanktown Boys right now are 0-2. They lost to the Bulldogs 14-6. And then week one... They lost to the Hawks 24 to 20. While they have been putting up a good fight, uh, we'll see. Patterson U lost to the Immortals 13 to 38 and redeemed themselves week two, 38 to 14 against the Misfits. So I think you Patterson U is gonna definitely take that one. Second to last game, we have Gators versus the Bulldogs. Now, okay, they Gators are 0-2 right now. But I absolutely, 100% in my, my gut, think the Gators are going to come back from that, and they're going to get that win. Gators lost to the Panthers 15-14 to week one. And in week two, that's where they lost to the BIC 32-22. to 10 points, 10-point difference. Yeah, I definitely think Gators are going to take that one. And the last game for this Sunday, for week three, is a Savage versus the BIC. The IC is 0-2, and the Savage is also 0-2. They're both coming for that win. Week 1, BIC won against the Misfits, 30-12. And Savage, Week 1, were the ones that took down the Vikings, 12-6. And then Week 2, Savage took down Army, 25-12. Both these teams, Week 2, BIC took down the Gators. That's the three, what I just mentioned before. They both took down the... the uh, Two teams that were in the playoffs last year. Uh, this is another hard one. This one, I think, I am going to go with the Savage. I think I got the Savage on this one for sure. 
I think Sal's going to take this one. So enough of the scores and everything. I know you want to hear more, but that's all I got. All right. Well, next week, we'll look at it fresh eyes for week four. So make sure you listen in next week for that. But we're going to go into news because there has been, this has only started a week before the season opening. There's a lot of news that has happened in between the last season and this season. We're going to go by them one at a time. But this week, I want to talk about a new member in the A7FL. And I don't mean a player. I mean part of our operations is the the UFC co-founder, David Isaacs, has now joined the A7FL which is so exciting. This news came up on the A7FL website on January 31st. A little bit about him. He's a co-founder and executive producer of the UFC. He was involved with almost every single aspect of building the what the UFC is, which is the ultimate fighting championship. He founded, ran, and advised most, multiple media and entertainment companies backed by top firms and venture capitals and entertainment industries. He's done a lot of it. He also produced the world's first giant robot battle, Megabots, and I'm definitely going to botch this, Sudido, Sudibashi for Twitch, <laughs> uh, College Music Awards, and a, a bunch of other extreme sports competitions. So, of course, what better fit for extreme sports than A7FL? So I thought this was really, really cool. I'm excited. I know Center, our CEO, and Ryan, who we had on last week, are super excited. Um, in a direct quote by him, he's been immensely impressed with all that Center and Ryan have accomplished with the A7FL. With A7 so he said it's a privilege to join them as a chairman of the advisory board. So that's what he's going to be doing. Removing equipment to make any sports to make any sports safer seems counterintuitive and we, he said that he faced a similar issue on launching UFC. With the A7FL, football can be safer but still thrilling full contact competition. And he said he can't wait to get started. So with this season in full throttle, I think having someone like that behind the scenes is definitely going to be the catalyst that pushes A7FL forward. Like I said many times, I am so excited to be a part of this and watching more of the A7FL grow in the future. And I think this is one of the bigger steps that this league is coming into, getting David Isaacs as one of our chairmen. So, woo! Cheers and applause and everything. I'm going to put the sound effects. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But we're going to move on to our next segment, what I'm so excited for. So here I am introducing you to our co-host for this episode. He is number 33 on the Patterson U. Wide receiver and cornerback goes by the nickname of Jumpman, Joel Rivera. So I'm so excited to have you on this episode with me. I was looking at your profile that they have online for you, and I was so taken aback. I was like, I need to talk to this guy. This guy is so great. So tell me how you got involved with A7. Um, I was actually invited to play uh, before it was called A7FL. It's called mm-hmm. Town Beef. Okay. Um, I was invited maybe back in 2009 uh, with a team called Wrecking Crew by another A7 player, uh, Kareem, um, on our team. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, I was actually pursuing, um, you know, the pros, so I turned it down. But I entered the league um, through uh, the New Jersey Chiefs um, uh, in 2014. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Um, I, I had a couple of friends who were on the team. So uh, they finally persuaded me to, you know, kind of join. And, you know, at the time I was, I wasn't really doing much. So, you know, I decided to give it a shot and I fell in love with it right away. Yeah. And still, still to this day, I'm here. That's awesome. So you said you mentioned you were in the pros. So from what I read in 2003, you were drafted to the Milwaukee Brewers. So that's great. So how did that, how did you transition from baseball to football? Um, Well, as a child, I I, I always played uh, Pop Warner football Mm -hmm. um, as well as, you know, just backyard football. Um, So it's always been, it's always been a love for me. Um, I just, in high school, um, I was actually better in baseball, so mm-hmm. I decided to uh, stick with, you know, stick with what I was good at. Um, I actually, you know, I had a, a cousin of mine who was going to the um, William Patterson University, mm-hmm. and and he kind of convinced me to, you know, come and walk on and try out football. You know, he always knew I had the talent, although I didn't play in high school. So, you know, I gave it a shot and. Hey, uh, I found out that I was actually pretty good at it. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I ended up um, uh, breaking seven records. Um, I currently hold seven records at my college. Um, I played in the first ever D3 All-Star game, um, was picked up free agency by the Jets after the draft. Um, unfortunately, I, I, I went through minicamp and I didn't make it. Um, they they actually chose to go with uh, Santonio Holmes, uh, who was the previous Super Bowl MVP, so. No hard feelings there. You know, I get it. <laughs> well, still, I feel like that's still such an honor being held hold up right next to him, you know. But, wow, that oh, yes. that is great. Um, so I, I see that you also have a family. Will you tell me, how how do they feel about you being an A7? Are, do, are they out at your games? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> they actually... They they are afraid for their life. Um, <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, 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 they are they are they aren't as on board as I am with the league. Um, unfortunately, because they know that I love uh, you know I'm an athlete and I just love to compete. Um, right. they yes they are they're at the games they show up and support me. Um, <laughs> albeit you know they're 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 scared for their lives because I usually. Uh, I get a lot of bumps and bruises, so right, yeah, you know, you yeah. know. <laughs> they're they're scared they, for their dad, yeah, of course. They're like, I don't want to get, I don't want to see dad get hurt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you you were telling me before that you haven't played so far this season, but you played last season. Yes. Okay. How so? How was last season with uh, Patterson? You, um, the you know last season uh, was a a bit of a disappointment. You know, um. I when I joined on with the U, um, we actually won the won the championship, um, and since then um, we've kind of you know fell short in the final four each year. Um, and last year was no different. I actually uh, last season uh, playing against the Gators in the final four, I actually caught a concussion, and that kind of took me out of the uh, that took me out of the game. So um, although this injury is kind of slowing me down. You know, I'm, I I can't wait to join the field with my guys because uh, a little bit of redemption is definitely needed. Oh, for sure. So you're expected to sit out this season, or do you are you expected to come back at least midseason? Um, I'm I'm shooting for week three, okay. but um, I'm just gonna go by you know the clock, see how my my body feels. You know, I'm not the not the same young same young athlete I used to be. <laughs> right. So right. I kind of have to play it by um how I feel. 
Right. So I'm, I'm shooting for week three. Okay, that's great. I'm sure I'm sure your team is excited to have you back. So when you're not playing, what are you doing? What do you What is your career? Uh, I'm actually a mental health counselor. Um, I work for a 24-hour psychiatric facility um, for the county and uh, Hudson County mm-hmm. in New Jersey. Yeah, I, I run groups for uh, patients uh, who suffer from you know various mental illnesses. I'm sure that's pretty rough. So is playing a seven like a, a nice escape for you oh yes um just you know all sports in general has always been my escape um yeah. you know you know life usually hits us hard and you know i see i have to actually counsel and see people who are suffering and you know just really hurting in their lives mm-hmm. so yes for that a, the a7 is definitely my outlet to kind of relieve some of the stress and escape some of those things that i'm actually going through in my life That's so i'm actually true. very thankful for the a7 that's great. Where do you see, as a player now playing for a couple of years, where do you see the A7 going in the future? Where do you hope to see it go? Um, I, I, you know, it, it's actually grown a lot since, um, you know, I, I've, I've been watching my friend play um, when, again, when I told you it was Town Beef, mm-hmm. I've been watching since 09. And, you know, they have come a long way from playing on, you know, dirt fields with glass on the field to, now we have, you know, we're on TV and we have turf fields. We're playing different teams in different states. Um, I, I know I see it growing on the, the West Coast, mm-hmm. up and down the East Coast. So, you know, I, I see the A7FL um, going pretty far. You know, I, I like where I like where it's going. Um, and, uh, you know, I can just hope for the best. Yeah. I'm glad to be a part of it. That's awesome. That is so awesome. How do you expect this season to go for for your team? Like, what do you think you guys can improve on? What do you think you guys lack? Well, um, right now I've been. Um, it's only week two, but mm-hmm. we have a lot of new faces. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of new, very very big all stars, very big names we added. Um, so right now it's just building building team chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know, we we were all on uh, we all on different teams, and now. Um, with the amount of weapons we have, it's just the amount. It's just you know a matter of time before we build that chemistry mm-hmm. and we're able to get the ball rolling. Um, and when we do, it's going to be scary. Ooh, ooh, wow! I like that answer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I'm. Thank you so much for talking to me tonight. That's that's all the questions I have for you. Unless you have any final thoughts. Um, you know, uh, again, I want to thank the a, you know A seven you know for you know, allowing us, giving us, us guys, us athletes who, you know, who still have hopes of competing, you know, a platform to do so. Mm-hmm. You know, we really need it, especially as old guys on my team, you know. <laughs> we really need a way to get away from, uh, you know, some of our, you know, those stresses in our lives and just, you know, vent and be great. Yeah, well, it was honestly a pleasure talking to you. I'm a huge baseball fan, so seeing that you were drafted right out of high school to go to Milwaukee Brewers, I was like, oh my god, that's amazing! And and then you played, you know, you played football for Patterson University. That is awesome. So A7, of course, is lucky to have you and lucky to have everyone that's playing right now in, in the league. But I hope you listen to this podcast and listen to us more in the future as we cover and you know talk to a lot of the other people that are involved with A7. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. So that is all I have for you guys today. I told you the schedule for next week, but I'm going to tell you our double-decker for Sunday. Our two name games that are going to be streamed live on our Twitch. At 4 o'clock, we have the Patterson U going up against the Spanktown Boys. 
And at 6 o'clock, we have the BIC going up against the New Jersey Savage. Make sure you're watching on Twitch. It is twitch.tv backslash A7FL. Make sure to go follow. And if you want, give us a subscription so you get all those notifications when we go live. And that's going to be on April 28th, our week three day. Like I said, that's all I have for you guys today. Thanks so much for listening. Big news, we are under all podcast streaming platforms as the A7 After 7 podcast. We are on iTunes. We are on Spotify. We are on Google. And, of course, where we originally were on Podbean. If you listen to your podcast on iTunes, go ahead and subscribe. And leave us a rating. Be honest. Let me know what you think. I can take it. On Spotify, go follow us. And go subscribe also on Google Play. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. I've been your host, Stephanie Naranjo. And I will be back next week with all the latest in A7. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great night.